We're podcasting already, right? Did anyone intro? Or are we just we, going nobody is intro? Hi everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers, Rangers in Space. In space. Oh, Rangers in I'm Cole. Space. I'm the Green Ranger. That's Tyler. He's the Black Ranger. Hey, that's Amy. Up? She's the Pink Ranger. Hey, that's John. He's Silver and Mega. Hey. And uh, that's Rob. He's Red. And Cole's full of salt right now, and we're going into it. We're in it. We're in this. We're in this bitch already. And I'm full of salt. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Amy? Welcome to Where in the World Are the Soccer Rangers? <laughs> Currently hurtling through space at high speeds looking for Dane's corpse. And half the ship is in a polar vortex. I know we left him around here somewhere. <laughs> he just had to get off for like a pit stop and then we left and then we we're like, wait, Dane's not on here. And we we're like, oh shit. Dane no, might just... go to SakuraCon and him and I were planning which cosplays he could best take naps in around Con. <laughs> which cosplays could I sleep in? <laughs> Crow would yeah, probably be which a good would one. one you make for him? He makes all his own costumes. What's he wrong? does. No, I know. Not costumes. always. All your no. Mm-mm. I'm talking the Kigus. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh. those are getting done. Those are getting done. <laughs> she says. <laughs> That's getting done. Start sewing furiously. <laughs> They're sewing all cut out. As you can as you can probably guess, ladies and gentlemen, um, there's not a whole lot to talk about this week, unfortunately. Um, well, okay, for some of us, there's not a lot to talk about. Team Hearts. Anime. How many people in this room? Three, four? Mm-hmm. At least four people on this ship have, have been have been having a hard on for the last 13 years, hoping for K- uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. That's not for Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm just constantly hard for the last 13 years. <laughs> you should see your doctor about that. <laughs> they said, Usually was they it three hours, hours or more yeah. or uh, 13 years or more? I get those numbers. <laughs> Those fucking mixed so, up. Ha- yeah. Have you called the doctor yet? That's the real question. Doesn't so, have the insurance. I went to the doctor and uh, no. I pulled out my pants and I have uh, five penises. And the doctor says, Dear God, Amy, how do your pants fit? And I say, Like a glove. Don't fucking mute your mic. I know you're all laughing. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away now. I'm I need a stiff drink after that one. Stiff like my dick. Stiff like my dick. I I just didn't realize you were an echidna. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> my name is Nipples the Enchilada. <laughs> Look at my rock hard fist nipples. Boy, I would like to officially apologize to uh, any future sponsors of this podcast. Um, we are much usually much more organized than this. Volta There's is never going YouTube to sponsor video. us ever again after this. There's yeah, pretty much. I, I, oh, you yeah, mean exactly. Sonic OCs? No. I don't. It's called Sanic the Hedgehog. I don't know. Sanic. I'll link it in the description because I'm not actually funny. It's all references. <laughs> you're like you're not funny with your references. You know it is funny. It's, uh, Tyler waits 13 years for this game and then only plays it for like three hours. He's not the only one that's run into that situation. Yeah. It's weird they released it on like a Wednesday. Today was actually the first day I got to play it. Oh, what are your initial impressions, and how long did you play for? Um, let's see. 
played for about maybe f four hours, four to five. And did you get past the tutorial? Um, yeah, actually, I did. Nice. And yeah. I enjoyed every minute of it. Well, that's an art when somebody can teach you the game and make it enjoyable and not feel tedious or like. They do a good job at it, which is really good. Um, so I heard the first part takes place in Olympus and mm -hmm. there's some new features. Can you tell us about some of the features that are different from the previous games? Well, I mean, they made it a lot. Well, for starters, the worlds feel a lot more developed, bigger, developed and bigger. <laughs> And you yeah. can now scale things to get up to higher spots. You feel a lot more mobile. You're able to uh, run up walls, especially, which is cool. Another, and then they also add um, different ways to interact while in combat. Yeah. So Sora's I'm trying on not to this. <laughs> yep. Like okay, so uh, some, of those functions, some of those functions are from a thing. So <clears throat> what they've added, uh, the flow motion. Which is what that's called, where it's about like right. running up yeah. walls and scaling and grinding. <clears throat> they added that in Dream Drop <laughs> distance. That's okay. Yeah. I got you, buddy. I got you. I'm dying. I'm dying. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I couldn't speak. It's yeah, like no, it's it like the forces are on me. If you're gonna die on the podcast, at least mute yourself so we can carry on with that. No, they need to hear it. People need to hear me dying in the background, yeah. just wheezing uh, away. Slowly. It sounds kind of like a downer. We try to keep things up around here. Yeah. Like my penis. my death would be a downer. I thought that'd be an upper right there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. No, I mean, a uh, person at the uh, cemetery home, the embalmer, would consider you a fixer upper. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yes, a fixer -upper. flow motion. He's just a, he's just a big corpse. <laughs> flow, flow motion has was added in the yeah, dream drop distance. Oh yeah, so that's it's right. back. It's back. It's different. It's kind of different. Uh, in in Dream Drop, you could like literally bounce and jump off of everything. This one, it's sort of not as frequent as it used to be. Or it's, I'm not finding it is. It it's more restrictive in how you can use it. Yes, but the effect okay. is just as big. I honestly, a lot of the changes to just the movement mechanics and basic levels of the combat mechanics have been one of the most fun things about the game for me because. I've been replaying all of the games leading up to this, mostly because my wife has never had any experience with this stuff. So one to uh, chain of memories to two to birth by sleep to I'm just going to keep going on and on and on. Anyway, recoded. Yeah, Wrong. recoded how, three, five, eight. <laughs> how are you replaying you your games? Under, it was my understanding that they were being borrowed. Mm -hmm. um, so I am trash for starters. Okay. So uh, my PS3 copies of both 1.5 and 2.5 HD mm -hmm. uh, have been borrowed by somebody who will remain nameless. For two years. Not quite two years. Almost two years. Okay. Yeah, two years in August. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, yeah, that's been borrowed for a while. So I also own the PS4 re-releases of oh, yeah. 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, and... I will admit I got conned and I'm still kind of mad at IGN for false reporting on this. I also own Kingdom Hearts The Story So Far, which was a single package re-release of 1.5, 2.5 on the same disc and 2.8 uh, all in the same package, 
because IGN, I shit you not, listed it both in their reporting of it and on all of their marketing stuff because they were doing their Amazon ads and all that kind of stuff as being able to play all nine games. So I had hoped that they had updated oh, her uh, 258 to over two and recoded for PlayStation 4 controls, which nope. would totally be worth going and buying it again, as far as I'm concerned. There is so, still just cutscene out of cut all the cutscenes, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's just all the same cut. It's literally 1.5, 2.5, the PS4 re-release, and 2.8. Like even the discs themselves, there's two discs inside of this thing. And it's oh. literally the same discs. Yeah. You look it up, it's not the story so far. It's 1.5, 2.5 combo disc and 2.8. So, hmm. in other words, unintentionally, I now own every physical release in North America of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you do yeah. you do know you can return things, correct? Yes. Return yes, by I sleep. Do. Death by sleep. First return by sleep. to the chain of memories. There there's been no returns in any of those, actually, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and that's never been used in any of the titles. Yeah. No, it, it was one of those things where honestly. I was about ready to just go and put in on Amazon to return the story so far. And then uh, <laughs> I was uh, talking to somebody in this room and they were just like, so you literally own every release they've had. And I'm just like, well, no, I. And then I thought about it. <laughs> I own one. <laughs> I own Chain of Memories on Game Boy Advance. I own... RE chain of memories. Yeah, <laughs> number okay. two. Yeah, okay. I own Ooh. Birth by Sleep 358. Oh, wait. wait a second. Wait a second. You don't have coded, do you? I have recoded. But you don't have coded. I guess that wasn't a North American release, it was, was it? Not a North American release. Oh. No. No, I don't have North American release. And the only other game that was released in North America, there was never a physical version of it you could buy. And that was Kingdom Hearts on the VCast network. And that's non-canon, so I don't give a shit. On the V-Cast? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, look up uh, Kingdom Hearts V-Cast. It's Lost Media, and it is weird. That was the mobile game, correct? That was on phones? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I yeah, had a was... friend, I had a friend that actually had that downloaded to his uh, phone. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah, because yeah. Coded, Coded came out on the mobile device in Japan, and then it came out as Recoded, on uh ds yeah oh. Oh. man that blew my mind back then we we're like oh yeah you can get kingdom hearts on your phone and i was just like wait what what, what? what? what is this world and that was that was like back before there were smartphones mm -hmm. yeah no no that so. was back in the days of like final fantasy after crisis on your flip phone and it yeah. would take you 20 minutes just to go and get through all the load screens mm -hmm. yeah i i have i had guitar hero 3 on my phone Oh, oh my god. god! I was playing on a Nokia, and you just had you had three fret buttons, and you're just tapping those buttons back and forth. Oh, that was that was a thing. Uh. Oh and now god. now that one's actually like pretty pretty canon and important. It's they're like yeah. really no one knew about it before. Now they're like, oh no, this is like this is important. This sets up everything for two point eight and three, and we're like, okay, yeah, no, that's. <laughs> I still have because this one came in so under the radar that I actually only know one other person that owns recoded. Me? Yeah. 
<laughs> Literally, the only other person I know. Oh I God. still have a sticker sheet that GameStop was giving out. And when I went in a month later, they were like, hey, we still have like uh, 400 of these things to give away. You want them? They're like, fuck no. I haven't even used the stickers he gave me the last time. Hmm. Man, I didn't get any stickers with it. And I was just like, I was looking forward to the release here. And then yeah, when it came out, I was just like, I went there and I bought it. I'm like, this is going to be hot. And everyone was just like, I don't know what this game is. And I'm like, oh, fools. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got I got that. I ordered that like right, right the day it came out. Yeah. So, no, no, um, that I had that thing pre-ordered to GameStop. Yep. Yep. And it was I'm excited. Same it with, was, uh, it was it was good. It was way more than I was expecting. I was excited for it because it's like, oh, this is a remake of the phone game and yada yada. It's like, okay, I, I want to see what's going on here. And that ended up being so much more than just the phone game that it was based on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They've added quite a bit. And then you can get all the I guess you can go and watch all the videos now. I, and I will scenes. say, unlike three five eight to over two, that actually is uh, a really easy one just to watch on the two point five HD uh, game collection. Yeah, because that one the narrative is much better put together yes. through the cutscenes. Because three five eight is kind of abstract in its storytelling anyway. Yeah, just because it's taking place from two characters, but neither one of them knows the full story of each other. And it's just that one. I have some issues with the narrative structure for it, even though it is actually one of my favorite uh, Kingdom Hearts experiences, because I went from hating Roxas after the I was described as questionable tutorial levels of Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, yeah. To him being a character that I want to have a happy ending in the end. I I absolutely adore that game and Gion's whole story, while initially looking at the promotional stuff, thought that this was just, okay, so this is just kind of the uh, this is the catch here. This is supposed to be, you know, something to go and make it interesting. She's a plot device and all that stuff. It's not going to mean anything after this. And now Gion's actually pretty integral to the whole story of Roxas and Axel well beyond that game. Even yeah. though, even though spoiler alert, Axel still has no fucking clue that she even existed. No one game. does. No yeah. one does. That's the whole thing with her. That's why I was looking at that and the whole like sleeping and the memory stuff that was kind of, it started and it's also kind of ended now. So I yeah. don't know if they're going to delve more be- deep in that, but it feels like that was an arc in itself and it's kind of an ended arc, but they might pull back from it again. Kind of like how organization 13 is now an ended arc. And same with the uh, uh, whole heartless Ansem stuff was like its own arc. Yeah. No, it's kingdom hearts is one of the weirdest things. And John yeah. and I have had days worth of discussions about this. And I'm sure Tyler and I would, if we ever um, hated ourselves enough to get into one of these conversations. Oh, no, I'll get into, I love my yeah. stuff because I, I, I don't I, get into that <laughs> shit. Oh, it's fucking but, strings and plot. Oh it's, it's actually a lot. Easy. It makes, it makes it, sense. It, it, it makes no sense. And yet I totally understand every element. of it. I, <laughs> I, I get it. I understand. I understand all of it. It's very abstract. Like this is something that I think, probably early 2000s anime fans 
really do understand, I think, better than most casual players in some respects, because we're used to thinking about things in a larger scale than just what we're being presented in front of us. And Kingdom Hearts has been kind of a weird one where it's evolved. Because you can definitely yep. tell in the first game, there was a lot of <clears throat> influence from Disney in terms of what they would allow in terms of content inside of the game. So yep. the King, the Disney worlds were pretty well put together. But the most interesting stuff was what wasn't in the Disney worlds in some respects. It was more about mm. character interactions. Places like Hollow Bastion were some of the most epic and fun moments of the entire game. Versus just kind of playing through the basic story narratives and all that. And then from there, it really did start to become its own thing. I think because of how big of a success it was initially. I think Disney gave them a lot more uh, room to work with. Because even like Chain of Memories, which... My God, you take something that's as dynamic as an action platformer in Kingdom Hearts and make it into a card game on the Game oh. Boy Advance. Oh. <laughs> And we're talking pre-Game Boy Advance SP. Like, that had not been released at the time the Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories came out. There was no backlit screens or anything like that. But it worked, and people bought it. So fun. And the story was great. And then you get to Kingdom Hearts 2. My, It's tied for my favorite game of all time. That and Star Fox 64 are my two favorite fucking games ever made. And it's like, holy shit. We've gone from, okay, we're trying to try to tie all these Disney stories together with this big overarching thing, and it's kind of abstract and doesn't necessarily all flow together. There's some serious plot holes, and it's like, suddenly, everything makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They explained away all the plot holes that didn't make any sense. They rewrote a few things, but not in a way that retconned the stuff from Kingdom Hearts 1. They made it work in in a semi-organic way. And even if it didn't work in every single case, it still worked in the end. Yeah. And then it opens up the world to so much more in the story. It's like, well, if that was his Heartless and that's his nobody, what the hell was the original person like? What? What's going on with all of this? What's the story behind the organization characters and all that? Yeah. And the world just expands and explodes. And you get 358 and it's like, okay, this is this is cool. I get more context on this. I'm getting a little bit more understanding. And then there's Birth by Sleep, mm, which yeah. might actually be the most important game in the entire series. Because it ties it everything together. Well, it, it explains everything that didn't necessarily make sense ahead of time. Some of those I feel like are kind of cop outs. Some, yes. Some. Um, because there is the whole I guess Destiny Island is like seems to be like a big key point of stuff. I uh it, it does. I'm I'm willing to let that one go because they gave us a real nice something uh in Dream Drop Distance with a little bit of Xehanort's origin story. It's like, okay, there's yeah. Yeah, everything does kind of tie back to this. I know it's something they added in late in the game, but it's something that honestly does make everything else feel more cohesive in some respects. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm willing to let that one go. I am yeah. willing to let that one go. And for the record, for anybody still listening, uh, there are no Kingdom Hearts three spoilers here. This is all stuff that, quite honestly, if you have not been keeping up for the last you know 13 years, I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Even even recently, recently there's been tons of people talking in shape. And like I honestly don't care. Yeah. Um like even even starting Kingdom Hearts 3, they've been like they've got all the like keeping you up to date of what's happened with everyone and what's going on with this and this and this and this. And it's just like they're trying to make sure you know what's going on and they're yeah. trying to tell you key points of stuff. And mm-hmm. so it's been very evident of that. Like even even the first setup screen where you like do the whole how how quickly you'll uh, level up and how strong your magic defense or strength is is all about scenes from previous games that you're mm-hmm. like oh I remember that oh I remember that mm-hmm. so it's like it's very it's very about memory and tying everything together this one yeah so yeah I do want to point out I know one scene that is been uh this is this 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 is the weirdest smallest scene but this is one of those types where they were like oh he's like this but then they got to make it connect with an older scene and they're like oh shit those are we got to have some kind of divine uh uh day six machina in the middle here to get him from here to here (laughs) and i'm gonna say is 2.8 uh 2.8 is if you played 2.8, it is like uh, steps above all the other games. If you played that one, you're like, oh, I know what I'm expecting to see, how pretty and all the techniques yeah. in the new Kingdom Hearts 3. So if you played that one, you know what to expect in Kingdom Hearts 3. But yeah. then they had some spots where that took place from all the way from birth to sleep all the way up to like Kingdom Hearts 1 and further. And then they had this time where when they're closing the door in Kingdom Hearts 1 and Mickey shows up and they're like, oh, and you're going to see the other half of that, where Mickey came from. But he's, like, wearing a coat and everything, and he's got his, like, newest clothes on that they didn't really design yet until, yeah. like, King of Hearts 2. And so he's wearing that, and then they're like, oh, his shirt got blasted off. This magic armor yeah. that has been protected this entire time just gets hit one time, goes, and it's gone. So that he's looking like he did in the cutscene in King of Hearts 1 in just the regular red trousers closing the door. <laughs> and that's where I- he got his key from. It's the key... It's the key it's, from darkness. Yeah, which I will key. say that was freaking awesome. Like, whoa, wait a minute. So this is what took us from the uh, what is it? Spellweaver was the one he was using yes. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. This is how we went from Spellweaver over to the one that he's had now through all of the you know main series games. The Kingdom Key, and just yeah. like, oh, I thought it was just another Kingdom Key that was his version. It was like, oh no, that's the Dark Kingdom. Key. Oh. Yeah, no, and what? it was it's what's been behind the door the whole time. It's like what? <laughs> there, there's keys for the light and dark. I was like, what? Okay. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'm 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 into this. I'm into this. And then <laughs> yeah, I I think it's actually funny that you bring up um the shirt just exploding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the only way I can describe it. Uh so no joke. Uh Saturday before Kingdom Hearts came out, we're finishing this up. Like that is the last game we need to get through Mm -hmm. and we're playing that and my wife made the comment about didn't he look like og mickey at the end of this game it's just like yeah there's it'll make sense and then when the shirt got blasted off he's just like that's your idea of making sense it's like i know okay it's dumb it is it is (laughs) I do, I do the like. Suyamura sometimes makes questionable choices, but I'm willing to let him get away with it because it does work. I do like how everyone that's younger is also lower res too, because he yeah, just know, right? the you add, So it's like just to make it cross connect. Like you have Aqua, who's like high definition, and looks pretty, and then here comes uh, Roxas from the first game running across, and you're like, oh, he's he's way blockier, and 
it used to be. Just like, oh, he's he hasn't grown into his to his pixels yet, I guess. So yeah, no, the art design has definitely shifted a little bit from number one. So like, I get it. It, uh, I kind of I almost like that too because it's it's a callback to saying oh yeah PS uh, the PlayStation Two Kingdom Hearts One had shittier graphics and it looked like this so when it's older they look like this when they run up we're not gonna high def the old version of them no we're just tearing those assets and popping them right back in there but they had to have updated it because if they scaled that up with just the exact assets it wouldn't actually it'd look really bad so they went out of their way. <laughs> Have you heard the story of what happened when they tried doing 1.5? No. Okay, so this is actually fascinating to me. So the version of Kingdom Hearts that you play in Kingdom Hearts 1.5 is not the Kingdom Hearts you grew up with. And I mean that beyond it being the Final Cut version. Oh. So when Square and Enix merged, that was after Kingdom Hearts 1 was produced. And when they were merged... before there, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So... What happened was when they were merging all of their server systems, several games were lost or corrupted, so their master source files were not complete. So Kingdom Hearts 1, they had all of the mechanic stuff worked out. They had the Final Cut stories, uh, development tools, all of that stuff. But something that they lost were character models and a lot of their uh, background textures. Hmm. So they actually had to recreate all of the character models for the game and about 70% of the textures that they were using inside of the game. Hmm. So the reason on why Sora looks a little bit different, some people have noticed that he looks a little bit different at 1.5 and he almost looks more like the Dream Drop Distance Sora. It's because they used the model from Dream Drop Distance and reskinned it. So the dimensions are slightly off. It's also the reason why you sometimes see a floating Keyblade effect. Hmm. So it's kind of actually a remake and yeah. not just a re-release. Hmm. Or yeah, like it, it's a remake, not a, a high definition. Yeah. Remake. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? <laughs> but that happens. Like you yeah. just lose assets sometimes. It just No, that's but that's also the reason why there's some points in Kingdom Hearts 1 on 1.5 that look better than Kingdom Hearts 2, because two is basically just an upscale. They did have to go and redo some textures so that they scaled better. But a lot of that, just because of how they were doing the character modeling, doesn't really have issues when you scale it up because they're mostly smooth surfaces. Yeah, yeah. So PS2 development for games was a lot easier than it is today. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. it's, (laughs) It's killing me. Every time I see Donald talking or doing anything in Kingdom Hearts 3, because he's so much more expressive and so much more animated. And yeah. it's like, I remember when he was just a series of like three joints on his face. Because there was the neck, the lower jaw, or I should say the lower beak, and then the upper beak. And it was all just about how all that moved. Now this time it's... You can move That's around. That's nice that it can match his expressive voice. I love Donald. Oh God, it's, it's absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful. Like I'm... I'm charmed by Donald, despite the fact he still keeps dying on me like Kingdom Hearts 1 all over again. It's his charm. How does Donald Duck pay for his medical bills? He puts it on his bill. <laughs> you <a> duck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. I'll take that one. <laughs> it was it was the quack at the end that got me. <sighs> I'm sorry to be so goofy, guys. It's, oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. We know this is not the most interesting thing for you. It is. I But I started Kingdom Hearts incorrectly. Uh, um, <laughs> How does one start Kingdom Hearts incorrectly, dare I ask? <laughs> oh, I watching it. TV as a kid, uh, Simple and Clean comes on in the ad. Oh. Damn, this song is a jam. <laughs> what song is it? Yeah. That's one for all of us. Can't get the song out of her head. Buys Chain of Memories. <laughs> oh, yep, that's doing song, it wrong. The song isn't in the game. Ugh, that, that was that, the reason like, I bought the game was to listen to the song. Um, I wanted to hear all of it. That it's is literally Chain of Memories. Oh no, it's in Rechain of Memories. It's not in Chain of Memories. Yeah, it's it? not in Chain of Memories. No, I started. I've I've tried Kingdom Hearts now as an adult, uh, and then I moved, and now I have to hook up my PS2. But I'm too far to just buy it on PS4 anyway. Excuses, yeah. excuses. I want to yeah. get back into it, but by the time I catch up to it, nobody will. Oh, please. It, we'll be it's, ready for it's... Kingdom Hearts 4 in 2077. It'll be great. Yep. Yay. <laughs> it's also harder to go back to older games when you don't have the nostalgia. I I will say... Hey. A lot I, of puzzles yeah. are very frustrating. Like, the Alice in Wonderland level took me way longer than any I, first level should. I, <laughs> if I can say this, and I'm curious to whether or not John and Tyler feel the same way, because I'm sure you guys have, you know, at some point replayed the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I played 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So two still holds up just as well as I remembered. My memory was not wrong on that. Your chain of memories. <laughs> yes, my chain of memory had good links for that one. Unfortunately, the ones closer to the Kingdom Hearts one side, maybe not so much. I... Mm replaying it did not realize and part of this is just it was good at the time that it came out it's clunky. like a lot it is clunky as hell and clunky. yeah some of the yeah. puzzles in particular and alice in wonderland might be the worst offender of all of them yeah really the first level of the game yeah yeah <laughs> it's harder too for me i get lost in games without mini maps and they just didn't have the technology to differentiate the locations as much as would be helpful yeah and i remember getting lost in that when i first played oh it too god yeah no that yeah. that's the one thing i did remember was getting lost a lot because i got lost there i don't know what it was the waterfall area on tarzan's world i got lost in a lot as well for some reason i could just never get to the right cave i just yeah. started hercules land that's how yeah. far i got yeah, that was like yeah. decent but Oh, what yeah. else did I forget? I, I remember and, being uh, stuck somewhere for a long time, and then I realized, oh, you gotta go back to worlds you've already been to, and like yeah. redo some more stuff in it. I was just like, yep. oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, it's... the the first one definitely has not aged as well as the other games in the series. I will say, one thing yeah. I will say though about the first game, the gladiatorial fights in the Coliseum were epic. That I can agree with that. Especially I mean, when you fight Sephiroth and me, oh, being, me being a kid this time and not knowing much about the world, I didn't know who Sephiroth was. I think no, you can fight him in two as well. And then yeah. in two, yeah. they also oh, have but... the Hades, the Hades Coliseum battles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hades. Hades. Yeah. We, we, we do what you meant. We knew what you meant. Yeah. Hades. The James Woods Coliseum. Yes. The James Woods Coliseum. <laughs> 
Um, because damn it, it's not Hades, it's James Woods just being his fabulous self. Yep. <laughs> Even as someone who's not hasn't played all the games, the effect of it on the uh North American audiences is not lost on me because we were kind of getting JRPGs with Final Fantasy and things like that. So we were it was JRPGs weren't new to North America, but then we started making it accessible for younger generations. Mm-hmm. I would say well, it brought JRPGs to younger Americans, not Americans, North Americans, Canada yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there's something to that because, yeah, there had been Final Fantasy and a couple of other JRPGs had worked their way over like Lunar, but Dragon Quest. Yeah, Ooh. Dragon Quest as well. But there weren't a lot of them and it wasn't really an openly considered market. A lot of companies didn't want to license and import those games ahead of time. Um, God, I read an article about this like eight years ago or something like that. Hmm. Shit, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. Uh, and probably most of this is outdated, and there's probably somebody that can go and disprove all of this at this point. But it definitely does seem like the accessibility of that, and especially with the introduction of Final Fantasy characters in the universe. Because I know for me, I had played Final Fantasy X, but had not gone back to play. Uh, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, any of the previous ones. Uh, largely because I was kind of, you know, more drawn in by the PS2 era graphics and just how good they looked, how realistic <laughs> they were uh, compared to, you know, the PS1, the uh, Nintendo 64 polygonal crap that had come out beforehand. <laughs> but uh, uh, Polygon Aerith is bay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have since realized the error of my ways. Okay. Uh, you know, Leon got me interested enough to try Final Fantasy VIII, and it ended up being my favorite Final Fantasy game. Squall is still my favorite costume I've ever worn, though I'm much too large and heavy to do him now. <laughs> Don't wait for cosplay. Wait, W E I G H T. Okay, that one made me laugh. That one made me laugh. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely feels like that changed because I don't know if we'd see something like uh, one of John's favorite uh, game series. The uh, can never get the name right. Hyper uh, hyper dim- hyper dimensional Neptuna. Okay, okay, thank you. I was gonna say peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh- <laughs> Close enough. I mean. <laughs> Hell yeah, and you want to talk about an obscure JRPG, a JRPG about the console wars. <laughs> it is a good one, though. It, it, it's it been a fun series. I've now finished the first two games. I oh, the, the second one is one of my favorites, personally. Yeah, I. but I don't think that kind of game ever would have come here if it wasn't for the insane idea. And I still will never forget the Game Informer that I got. And I'm trying to even remember what grade I was in, for the love of God. I remember getting a Game Informer and in their rumors section, they were talking about a deal that had been made for them, her, for Square Enix to make a Final Fantasy game with Disney characters. I remember that article. And it was, they had this picture on it and it was like now the cheapest Photoshop you could imagine. And it was Mickey's head on Cloud Stripe's body. And I just remember 
being kind of offended by that, having just played Final Fantasy X, like I just got into PS2, and it's just like, why would they do that? Why would they do that? I was kind of getting done with Disney, you know. Puberty. Puberty. Mm. <laughs> it's just gonna say that. They're uh, like, we're losing Rob. We gotta get him back. Final Fantasy <laughs> Disney. We'll get him hooked. Get yeah. him on it for life. <laughs> well, and I was actually really pissed about it when I found out that it was a real thing. And then there was uh Oh God! What was uh, what was the name of the magazine? Oh right, it was uh, OPM, official PlayStation magazine that they would sometimes sell over at the local Safeway. It was uh, like a bi-monthly deal, and they'd have demo discs with trailers and stuff like that on there. And I popped one in and didn't know what it was. Uh, you know, having not recognized the name or anything like that, clicked on it, and. A trailer took me from being a total hater on this to like, this isn't a Disney game I was expecting. Like, I saw all of the stained glass uh, imagery there, went and heard uh, what I didn't know at the time was an instrumental version of Simple and Clean that was being played in the background and just, I was totally drawn in and almost crying. Because it just looked so good. And it went from being a game that I had no interest in ever playing to the game that I literally begged my parents for for my birthday. And now look at me. Yeah, it's like when you stumble across a really weird porn, you're like, who'd be into this? And you sit there for a second and go, ah, shit, I'm into this. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say it now that... uh... The reason I bought a PlayStation 2 was for Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> I am not surprised to hear that, and good man. It was the whole that, reason I bought one used, just to play it. That that that's that is one worthwhile. It, I don't even know how I bought it. I just remember going to the game store one day and just seeing it and being like, I'll get that game. And then that was it. Like I bought the greatest hits version, so it didn't I think I might have like been there when you bought it. I oh, think. maybe. I think it was like Zellers or something like that. No, yeah. no, this is like, it was, uh, it wasn't an EB Games. This was like a, um, a mom and pop game store. Uh, the good old days. Yeah. Is that, um, what's his name? Not the one that never, that never. It, it's, no, no, I don't it's think it exists one. anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Um, yeah, just that long ago. It was around my... I don't think you're with me. I don't think you're with me at all. No, then I don't think I was, but I remember you talking about it directly. Yeah. yeah. But I remember, yeah, it was a PS2. It was just like I'd walk into... I remember getting a game, and I played it. I got it for, like, my birthday, and I didn't like it at all, so I took it to a place and returned it, and I was just like, oh, let me just get store credit for something else, and I think that's what I bought was just Kingdom Hearts, and then, yeah, that was it. Never went I, back. I still remember powering up Kingdom Hearts for the first time, and they had that amazing CGI opening with the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it was a beautiful way to start even, everything. Yeah, e- even if in Get hindsight, Sora and Kyrie look kind of creepy <laughs> in True. the animation style. They've that's, grown into their shoes. That's a big they thing. They certainly yeah, have. That's a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that their shoes were too big. It's their or their feet were big or anything. It's just shoes were too big, and they were just adult size shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so the next time you make a pair of Sora shoes, you actually wear normal shoes. 
Yeah, I won't, I won't make them out of clown shoes anymore. They'll yep. just be regular shoes. And no more ridiculous gloves. <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, they're still ridiculous. Yeah, I was gonna they're say arm bracers. They're arm bracers. It's what Yeah, that's how prepared. that's how far those gloves have become ridiculous. They've turned into arm bracers. Hey, you <laughs> need those. You need they, those. Yeah, they've upgraded. So, it's so heartless doesn't gnaw your arm off. Yeah. I, okay, I gotta ask a horrible Got rid question. of their zippers though. <laughs> we need more zippers. Yeah. They're like zippers are out. <laughs> zippers uh, for checkerboards zippers. are in. Oh. It's ska Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> the best kind of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> they understand now. They're like, what was the best part of the 90s? Ska. <laughs> Checkerboards. We need to put chains on our wallets. We can keep them in place. <laughs> this, this is a serious question here. Because, okay, so even though I'm still pissed at IGN, I still occasionally go on there. I looked at their review, skipped over everything, just wanted to get to the end score. Okay, thank God. Even these assholes can agree it's good. So, okay. I'm safe. I was still going to play it anyway, but I needed to be safe. <laughs> but I happened to scroll a little bit too far and got into the comments section, and somebody posted a picture. Who wore it better? Riku or Noctis? Uh... <laughs> I say Riku wears it better. Yeah, when the producer of both games is also the director of this one, you have to wonder a little bit, what did he like too much, or who did he think needed to wear it instead? <laughs> only has the one style it goes put everyone in these clothes this is what people this is what cool people wear like, oh, okay uh, check your pattern i oh, also just... read that ign review and the opening sentence was it makes you feel like batman <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking in kingdom hearts one sword did have a chain on the side for his wallet he literally yeah. did yeah he did he did he I just, he did he because that's how you don't because Tyler, you made sure it was part of the fucking costume. I remember. I never had that costume call. I never had Kingdom Hearts one. Oh well, I know, right? I don't. The... I had Kingdom Hearts two costume. I don't even know what you're talking about, Cole. I remember now. Damn, Sorry. fucking Dude. idiot, Cole, not having all of Tyler's cosplays memorized. I, I got all memorized. his memorized. <laughs> Rob, do you have all my like memorized? memorized. <laughs> got it got memorized. All three of them. All three Sanjis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you fuckers bring up that stupid costume so many times. <laughs> it was literally my first cosplay. Leave me the it's fuck. It's an off. inside joke now. No, it's the, it's the thing is because you haven't gotten more. That's that's the joke, Cole. Yeah. We get no, it your first time. No, we're being we're being assholes. But I do think it's really cute, and none of us have cosplayed three of the same character. So that's why we bring it up. I and was being cheap that year. I was. It was literally... There was also there were three podcasts in a row where you brought up your Sanji cosplay. I never. <laughs> no, no. no it did get brought up. Like I don't think it was three in a row, but there was, was like three in the course of like two months. No, I remember what it was, and it's it was three different times we had guests on, and we ended up having the same <laughs> fucking discussion every single time. So yep. I was like, "All right, yeah. I guess I have to start this again." Cole, are you mad? Make more costumes. Uh-oh, he's gonna oh, leave. No. Cole's gonna leave. Please. Oh, baby. <laughs> Don't go. Simple Goodness. and Cole is. <laughs> no. He went. Oh. No. Oh, when you walk away. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they're bullies. Oh, bad um, he's back. Okay, oh, he's back. Oh, he didn't go off the airlock. Oh, thank God. I just walked to next door. What the hell's wrong with you? 
the door just closed between us. What the heck is your guys' problem? Hey, instead of my terrible singing voice, can you please just uh, Photoshop in the uh, actual track? Thanks. Um, that's not how Photoshop works. <laughs> just Photoshop in some audio, please. <laughs> please that's Photoshop how. it so I'm singing well. Thanks. Cat. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll just Snapchat that audio in. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> that's totally how these podcasts work. I thought. Oh. I thought we used Paint. Oh yes, MS Paint. Right. Right. <laughs> This podcast is recorded using MS Paint. (laughs) This artwork was brought to you by Disney's Magical Studio. (laughs) With technical support from the snipping tool. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) With promotional support from Clippy. Yes, Clippy. (laughs) Clippy's my boy. Clippy's the best. Well, I think it's time we clip this podcast short. Oh, thank God. Uh, but anyway, th- thank you everyone for join for uh, joining us for the most re- one of the more ridiculous podcasts we've ever done, but and the not most the most nonsensical we've ever had. Definitely true. I remember because we never aired that one. Oh yeah, we have some standards. They're very low, but they're standards. <laughs> oh yeah, and the funny thing was, I wasn't even drunk in that episode. Um, but anyways, everyone, thank you so much for joining us once again for uh, Rangers in Space, presented by the Soccer Rangers. Um, MS you Paint. Can, and MS Paint. And Clippy. Power Rangers and Clippy. 2.5, Death by yes. Space. First by <laughs> drop Memories, Chain of Kingdoms. Recoded. Untamed. Taming of the Romance of the Eight Kingdom Hearts. Of the three, romance of the three kingdom hearts eight cross but in any case though thank X you so much one. for you everyone for joining us once again you. this week uh, if you want to if you want to check out some of our older episodes you can check us out on <clears throat> on apple um sorry on itunes you can check us out on google play store you can check us out on What's that third one there, Robert? Stitcher. 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 Right. That's it's that one. Along very well. Thank you for Stitcher. the audience over there. Stitcher. Yes, I you. barely know her. And of course, coming up probably within the next month or so, hopefully, Spotify. Only hope. We can only hope once they finally approve us. Well, they've approved us. Now they just need to actually host us. Yes, that. In any case, though, thank you so much for all jo- for joining us once again, and we will see you next time. Hopefully, where we actually make some bloody sense. This is all Take nothing care. but sense. This is as much sense as the Kingdom Hearts plot is sense. Just let me exactly. get my board Kingdom over Hearts here. With doesn't all make the any lines. sense. Now, Tyler, this is your opportunity to tell everyone the whole plot of Kingdom Hearts. We're totally not ending the podcast. Here. So We're just. It starts you- with.